You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome everyone to episode 7 of the Go Fish Marketing Podcast, where each week we pick a topic and hopefully it will help you with your business to make the most of your, your marketing budget, whatever that might be. Um, my name is Mark Pollard, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Thankfully, I'm not left to my own devices because otherwise it'd be an utter shambles. So I have the the support of fellow professionals and experts. Don't pull that face, Elaine. <laughs> That's not fair. Chris is an expert. <laughs> yeah. So as she spoiled me intro, um, Elaine Atherton, how are you from To Sum It Up? I'm really good, actually. I've had a really good day. So, yeah, all good. Looking forward to this topic, I have to say. You've been talking to people, haven't you? You've been the spokesperson? or Yeah, it was really good. Really good to um, to get out there talking to some women in business. I always like to do that, really. It's uh, yeah, good to, to, to get out there and hear what people are doing and what businesses they're starting, really, which is exciting. And we also have Chris Roxburgh from My Marketing Guy. Hi, Mark. Hi, Elaine. Yes, a pretty busy week in this uh, this corner too. In fact, uh, today was the first time I was able to sit down and do do some admin. So, uh, varied week, busy week. I've um, been designing Christmas cards. Oh. Which you'd think would make you feel rather festive yep. after about the fifth or the sixth <laughs> attempt at designing a Christmas card for somebody. It wears off quite rapidly. It's like Christmas shopping. By the time you've done it, you... <laughs> Don't care about Christmas anymore. Are you grumpy over Christmas? I'm grumpy all the time, Chris. <laughs> yes, I know, but over Christmas, do you not lighten up? No, I love Christmas, but I love I love the the pure version of Christmas. Ah. Right. You know, the basically from Christmas Eve onwards, where the shops are shut, no one can harass you, and right. you can sit and watch Die Hard, which is a Christmas film for the record. <laughs> Um, well, most people most people go to the midnight service. You watch Die Hard. I watch Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very Christmassy. <laughs> I'm also very religious, as you can tell. Oh gosh. Um, quick housekeeping. Each week we cover a topic. Uh, we love your feedback. If you've got any questions, if there's anything that we get your your marketing juices flowing, um, and you think it'd be useful to pick our brains on, then you can send us an email. It's gofish at thepodstation.co.uk and that comes to all three of us so we pick it up and whoever's best able to answer that question can and will do we also have social media so that's go underscore fish marketing i think i pretty much said it wrong for the last six weeks but that is it we're on linkedin facebook uh, twitter and instagram uh, we try and uh, post some tips when when they arise we're going to get a bit better at it it's we're just getting the wheels in motion at we the are. minute we wanted to get our our recording skills slightly better i say slightly because it's uh, <laughs> are we are we there yet Chris? they're improving all the time they are <laughs> I was actually asked this week, oh, I can see you all in a studio somewhere recording these. I said, no, it's in a room in our house and we're eating donuts. <laughs> Don't give the secrets away. C- custard ones today, which are my favourite. Yeah. Thank you, Elaine. Uh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if, if we'd love you to follow us. We'd love you to post your comments. Again, if you've got any questions, by, by all means, feel free to post them on our social media platforms as well and we can pick them up there. Uh, what else? Oh, subscribe to the show mm-hmm. because then every time we post a new one, uh, it automatically just drops onto your face. It's like magic, Chris. It is. It is. I do it myself. Indeed. 
or magic or subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. All right, okay. Um, and in order to do that, you can go to Apple. I think we're on Google, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. That's the new one, isn't it? <laughs> That's the new yeah. one. I'm trademarking that. Um, Deezer. Oh, if there's a main platform that you use for podcasts, you can you can get it. You can also listen to it on the podstation.co.uk website as well, if all of that sounds a little bit alien to you. Um, I think that's about it, isn't I it? I think I've, so. I've done all the housekeeping. Well done, mm. me. Yep. So uh, we're waiting for... We, we normally would do a question section at this point. We haven't had any questions since. Was it Steve from Nottingham yep. dropped us one? So we would genuinely urge people to fire questions at us because we'd love to raise them. I'm sure if you've got a question, somebody else somewhere will probably be thinking exactly the same thing. So it's probably as handy for them. Um, and probably is handy for us because sometimes we won't be able to cover everything that we probably should have done on a topic because of just time limitations yeah. and nothing else. Right. Um, so, yeah, fire them in. That'd be great. What we also like to do each week is pick a latest news story, which might be relevant. Well, no, not might be. It hopefully will be relevant to your business or give you an idea of some of the marketing tips that we give you and how they're being applied, certainly by bigger companies more often than not. Um, just to show that big companies and small companies all use the same processes. It's just sometimes on a slightly bigger scale. Um, this week, we've got all got a, a new story, which is rather yeah. exciting. Yep. So who would like to go first? Well, I'd like to go first. Cause Ever the gentleman, <laughs> Elaine. No, no. I, well, I didn't have one last week, did I? So, no, you didn't. That's right. So uh, I'm, I'm playing catch-up. Um I thought it was quite interesting this week. I read that um, social media advertising now accounts for over 50% of the, wait for it, 11.6 billion UK online ad spend. Wow. wow. That is massive. Huge, isn't it? Gosh. Um, and it's <clears throat> demonstrably, uh, it, it works, uh, social advertising. But what the report brought out was that... Um, a lot of companies doing social advertising weren't fully aware, uh, weren't fully aware of what the results were, which says to me um, they're not being adequately advised as to as to how to track how to track the leads that come in from social. How to track the leads that come in from anywhere actually is a is a has always been a a bit of a hobby horse of mine because so many companies spend a lot of money on marketing and advertising but they don't know what the results are by channel and uh, I, I just I just felt it was it was interesting a CTA is a must for any company whether it's What's large CTA or small. just yeah. for the apologies <clears throat> apologies CTA call to action and calls to action can be very powerful um, you sorry, can, sorry to burn that down again. What is a call to action as well? It's to encourage somebody to encourage the reader, the visitor, the business person to actually do something as a result of uh, of reading or listening to to the advertising. So a call to action is so you've just made a call to action, Mark, in terms of asking people to uh, to subscribe to the GoFish uh, platform. So that was it. Um, a huge amount of money being spent on uh, on social advertising, um, but 
is it does it reach the peak will it will it begin to to wane as people discover they they can't account for where their leads have come from and what do you think the effect is going to be of of people not recording it and those deciding that it doesn't work well they're going to say exactly that aren't they they're going to say this doesn't work for me therefore um we'll we'll bin it um, and I, I do see that 11.6 billion falling. Wow. Mm. Well, what do you think, Elaine? Because it's, it's probably a topic that we could cover in its own right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm um, very interested, uh, really, because uh, sort of putting my small business hat on, and obviously a lot of my clients are small businesses, very, you know, can be one one um, person business. So it's uh, really interesting, isn't it? Because there's so, so much encouragement to, um, oh, boost your post, advertise, do different things on, on Facebook. And I think there is still, a, you know, a number of people who will do it, but don't actually know what they're really looking for those results to be, you know, particularly if they're just self-taught, really. Um, I, you know, and I can say, I, you know, I've done that in the past and thought, oh, right, okay, you know, this seems to be the thing I should be doing. And I do it and then think, you know, what? firstly, what was my expectation when I did it? What was I going to get, which is, is a key thing. And then also, can I read the results properly? Do I know what I'm looking for? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree, you know, Chris, is that people will, if, if they don't see it working, then they're, they're probably going to hold back some of their money and spend it on something else. But I still think some of that comes from not knowing how to use it properly as well, really. Uh, so perhaps there's some ways of ed- educating people more on how to use it. Definitely. I think mm. finding a tool or a method that works for you to be able to record that information is mm. vital. How do you know if something is proving value for money if you have no record of where it comes from or how much the work is that's being generated? Yeah. It's, you don't know what, what can then be developed or on, improved right. upon. Um, if you do a report saying, right, we spent a £1,000 on advertising, have you had a £1,000 worth of work back? Yeah. You might have had £2,000 worth of work back, but you were you were experimenting with the way in which you were doing the advertising. So if you did it slightly more streamlined, could you get £4,000 worth of work from that same budget? Yeah. Or is that mm-hmm. the maximum you're going to do? In which case, do you look elsewhere? Without having that information, you're never going to be able to answer those no fundamental questions otherwise you're scratching around in the dark aren't you you are yeah definitely great news topic chris it is elaine have you got one well i have actually and this is sort of goes really to something i i get quite enthused about because it is all about the buyer isn't it really when when you know whatever product we've got um when we're putting it out there we have to look at it through the eyes of the buyer so so john lewis have obviously done a a real sort of sit down and thrash it all out and how can we make the our buyer's journey different so of course they have a lot of online sales like um you know, a lot of big companies and they've looked at the market out there that you know the big department store how can they make it different so what they're doing is they're investing three million pounds in one of their stores and they're going to have sort of play areas playgrounds uh, that there's going to be different types of experiences so all quite interesting you know there's like a, a japanese cooking thing um there's um all sort of various things geared at uh, baking uh, as well so all sorts of different things that people can experience so of course it's drawing people into the store Um, and of course you know when they go into a store what are they going to do they're going to buy some impulsive purchases as well so it 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 does uh, create the you know more sales so really quite interesting if they've 
it feel it works then they're obviously going to roll it out into other stores around the country but quite interesting how that goes really it's nice to see that somebody's thinking right it is about the buyer <laughs> so how can we make it different I mean, this is a massively mm. current topic for the high street, which is, which is mm. quite well known to be struggling heavily with the online shopping increase. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, what I thought you were going to say, Elaine, was something was going to be something akin to the uh, to the IKEA experience, <laughs> where once they no no <laughs> but once they've got you in, they yeah. don't let you out, do they? <laughs> You've got to go through the whole Healthy, store yeah, before yeah. you can actually escape, yeah. and that could take just an hour to. Or if you're if you're with your your wife, partner, significant other, it, it can take well the day to get out. Can't so you it? mean you haven't found the shortcut yet? Chris? I don't. I don't go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate shopping as well. I, I, I did it once. Uh. Yeah, that was enough. I'm not even, you know, a browser. Some people love to go out and shop and browse anything. No, I, I have a what I'm going for. Go and get it and come back. I'm just not that that person. But interesting to see though experiences, isn't it? What what? How will it work? I don't know. The approach is very much like the toy shops you see on films. Yeah, sticking with the Christmas film uh, theme. Uh, like Home Alone 2, where yeah. he's in New York and he's got that, that toy store where all the kids are in there playing with the toys yeah. to essentially pick the ones that they want for Christmas with the parents walking around looking very morose <laughs> because they constantly have to keep getting the wallet out to buy the <laughs> toy that they've been playing with. Yeah. And that's the same kind of approach, isn't it? It becomes yeah. an experience that you want to go and do. Yeah. Um, you get an extra benefit, not just going to look and find and buy something, but you might either learn something or experience something that costs you nothing in addition to so it's, it's adding value isn't it yeah. to the whole experience yeah. Yeah. still won't persuade me to go anywhere near a shop anytime <laughs> soon i have to be honest but I, th- I think it's a it's a vital example of what needs to happen to the high street yeah. if it wants to try and book this downward trend you are going to have to approach it with a really fresh set of eyes yeah. what can you do to add extra value to entice people yeah, to come totally, yeah. because the the online world isn't going to change is it it's not going no. anywhere no, no no it sounds a positive move that yeah it really does it's shall wait and see hey mm. yeah fantastic well on a similar theme uh, my new story is that easyjet have mentioned that they're going to better customise the holiday holiday packages that are on offer to people using the data that they've collected. So it ties in with both your your stories, yours, Chris, because what they're doing is they are properly collecting the information when new customers come on board yeah. so that they can tailor the experience and offer the services that that customer wants as opposed to the service that they might want to try and sell. Yeah. And hopefully in turn it will add the extra value that, that John Lewis's are trying to do. So I guess there's a there's a, a, a quite nice running theme between yeah, all three is. news stories, which wasn't deliberate, by no. the way, was it, no, guys? No, no, never is. Well, well done, <laughs> us. Yes. We, we, should, we should edit that out and just pretend that we did. Yes. We, we are that clever. Perhaps one we will turn up with all with the same story. That'll be interesting. <laughs> so we've got uh, our main feature this week. Now, I was, I was going to mention it earlier on, but I, I just wanted to put it off till now. Um, it, well, very good. Oh, I'm going to run this joke for as long as I possibly can. Uh, so we've got our main feature this this week, which is procrastination, which I guess can be applied to the marketing world. It's actually probably as much 
a, a general business mm. issue, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but we're going to approach it because you can tie into marketing and where possible we will try and give examples of how it ties into marketing. But I think it's a it's definitely a good topic to touch on either way um, because it can have some much wider benefits to your business uh, than just the marketing arena. So who would like to kick us off? Who 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 would like... Can I kick it off, please? You can see the I'd one like who to, does... I'd like procrast- to put it off. <laughs> <laughs> who procrastinates the least, Elaine? Uh, oh, well, I don't know about that. I, I sort of feel like I've crafted uh, the... Um, the profession of procrastinating over the years, um, so therefore I have to have I had to come up with a solution to stop myself doing it. And I'm a big believer in um, if you're not doing something, there's a reason why you're not doing it. So, so for me, procrastination isn't the problem. The problem uh, is something else that you're procrastinated over. So, what is it that's stopping you do it? So, um, so I think in the business world, you're absolutely right. There are so many so many things um, that. Uh, hold us back and it's for us to find out what those things are so essentially procrastinating is putting something off that you need to do and there's a reason why you're not doing it isn't it is is, is the answer really well you've you've kind of beat me to the hop there what i was going to ask you chris what what is it you think that procrastination is because it's a big long word with lots of syllables that you do very well in scrabble with but people might not necessarily understand the word that they might have heard before no, and you, you, you said before, most of us fall into this, this trap in business and marketing and so on. Um, I did a little bit of research earlier on, Mark, and uh, apparently 95% of us have procrastinated at some stage or another. To Are def- the other 5% still to come back? Well, they, yeah. They haven't, <laughs> answered, they haven't answered the survey, no. Um, it, it can be confused with laziness. Uh, but procrastination is an active process. Mm-hmm. You actively procrastinate. You actively put things off. Why do you put those things off? Yeah. That's the question that, uh, that you've got to ask yourself, really. Yeah. Um, and it can be very, uh, in business, it can be quite quite damaging yeah. um, by putting off the the big task that, um, that needs doing. You know it needs doing. But mm-hmm. Because it's so important, you don't do it. Now, that's a contradiction in terms, but uh, but it's a fact that uh, many pr- procrastinators, that's what they experience. Yeah. So why do we do it? Well, we... I mean, do, do we all agree that we all procrastinate around this table either? Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> You'll no, get back to us no, on that I, one. I'm a yes too. <laughs> well, why, we do it, don't we? Because um, if we look at... Well, well, the this, this process that works for me is when you know you're procrastinating over something and you know you're doing it, don't you? Because uh, it's it, particularly if it's a business uh, tick list that you've got and you're looking at this particular thing, you think, oh, you know, it's there. Oh, it's there again tomorrow. Oh, it's there the day after. And then if you're really good at procrastinating, you can just lose it off your list altogether. That's, well, you delete after yeah, a while, don't you? Then yeah. it's not there anymore. That's a true so professional no procrastination. <laughs> it's like that ship has sailed i'm not going to bother so so then for me um i recommend to people that they then with their tasks so big said chunky tasks they've got to do is they then make a list of all the different steps and actions they've got to do to complete the task so it could it could be 10 it could be 20 it could be 30 and and, and then as you list them it does two things it starts to make you realize that actually uh 
there's lots of different steps of this I could do and I could do them you know in shorter spaces of time than I think it's going to take me to do the whole thing and equally you will identify very easily the thing that's stopping you so somewhere on your list it might have that fear thing that it might be yeah I've got to make that horrible phone call and I don't want to do that or actually I've got to ring this person and um, I've got no questions that I need to ask them and I need, really need to spend some time thinking of that and do a bit of research so whatever it is it will highlight it to you the bit that you think yeah that's the bit in there uh, it's not the whole task necessarily that you're feeling overwhelmed with it's actually there's some parts of it and then when you know what the parts are you can do something about it so that's how I tackle it and, and encourage other people how to tackle it where have you been all my life <laughs> why do we do it Chris why do we put yeah. ourselves through this well, in in a lot of in a lot of respects, it's uh, it's a fear of failure. On the top of that to do list could be to follow up that uh, that proposal that you've put in that could could be really life changing for perhaps life changing is an exaggeration, but could be really healthy for your your company. Um, put it off, put it off, because you don't want to hear them say, "Actually, we've decided not to go ahead." Um, so all these negative thoughts come into your head, and yeah. that's the reason for procrastination. If we can, if we can replace those negative thoughts with some positive thoughts, along the lines of, actually, if if this if this company says yes, this could transform what we do. This will make a big difference to to how we go forward, and so on and so yeah. forth. Make the call. Then at least you. Uh, then at least you know one way or the other whether whether it's a negative outcome or a positive outcome. But if you approach it as if it's going to be a positive outcome, that's a big part of the battle overcome. Uh, yeah. But it's the negative thoughts that drive the procrastination. In in my humble opinion, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we've both come at that even a lot slightly different way. And it's interesting, isn't it? We, we've probably gone to the reason why we do it, haven't we? in our head yes. I, you know I, I, I know I've done because I think oh that's going to take me hours um, so and you just keep leaving it where, where so my, my process works for me um, and as you say sometimes it can be confidence can't it it's, um, it's a big chunk of it is, is the uh, I don't know is it feels a little bit more comfortable than the, the no um, and, that, and as you say that's what stops people well, what we, about you Mark what, well, what do you I, think I jotted down some reasons mm. why I feel I procrastinate um, we used to have a really cool solution um, uh, when I was a lawyer, and we had what we called file swap. So if you had if you had a file that you just couldn't bring yourself to pick up for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily something you couldn't do, it was like you say, it was one of the things I've sort of listed on here. You could swap it with somebody who would in turn give them a similar file that would also be a bit of a mental block for them and once you got that other person's file you'd normally look at it and go well that's not that big a deal I'll, I'll get that knocked out in an hour and you'd do it and they're probably thinking likewise with yeah. your file and all of a sudden you basically found your procrastination <laughs> with somebody else <laughs> so that's, that's the moral of the story guys pass it on to somebody else but yeah I, the list I've got let me pick it up hang on a sec so I've got I've got sometimes it's because it was something new or unknown so there was that that yeah. intrepidation of whether you could do it or could yeah. you do it well yeah. um I had uh, something that requires a calm and focused mind now I'd probably say sometimes this is still one that I have to regularly tackle yeah. where 
it's a slightly bigger job where it requires just to sit calmly and focus your mind, just calm the world around you and, and just zone in on it. And the problem is your busy lives quite often won't let it because your phone might be ringing, your text might be coming on, your emails are dropping in, yep. you might have noise going around around mm-hmm. you, you might have a list of other jobs you've still got to get done that day. So the whole concept of just zoning everything out is probably one of the most difficult ones. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Uh, something's gone wrong, so you just don't want to have to face it. It's that, <laughs> Head in the sand. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that telephone call you don't want to have to make or, yeah. or that letter you don't want to have to write. You hate doing it. That was another one I had. Um, yeah. So accounting, you know, doing all the books and Clayton. I'm I'm quite good with keeping everything nice and orderly, but to sit down and put it into a spreadsheet or something at the end of the month is just my idea of the most boring job yeah. in the world. So, yeah. again, that's like one of those jobs you'd farm out, wouldn't you, really? Mm. Um, can't find the time because you're too busy. Yeah. Or is that a conscious decision because you can't conscious find the time? Decision. That's an excuse. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Bloody hell. Like, <laughs> like being at home, that. <laughs> uh, it's not perfect. Ooh. I think that's that's a, mm. a problem I have uh, because you, you are your own worst critic, aren't you? Mm. And you want yep. it right, and you want it right to your standards, but sometimes because you're overly harsh on yourself, it's never quite good enough. I shouldn't release it. I'll just do that. I'll just tweak that. Where sometimes you just need to press the button that sends it. It's gone. And if you need to make some improvements, do it afterwards, but get that yeah. ball rolling. Um, and then last one is can't afford it. Mm. So it might be you want to do something in your marketing strategy, but you just don't have the cash to do it. You don't have the skill sets to do it. So it's like, well, do I want to get a quote for it? Because there's a highly likely chance that it might come back and it's too expensive and I can't afford it. Yeah. And so they never ask the question, whereas actually it costs nothing to get a quote. And yeah. it doesn't mean you necessarily have to do it there and then, does it? No. But no. quite often it becomes a bit of a mental block. So those are the list of things why I think I have or do yeah. uh, procrastinate. Yeah, no, and I think that's yeah, really, really good detailed list, isn't it, really? There's another, well, speaking personally, you, do, you, you have a to-do list, don't you, every day, and you're crossing things off, and that's fine, then you... Then you Bring it, taking it forward to the next day, adding to it. And there's a tendency to look at the to-do list and think, right, I can knock X, Y, Z of those off straight away. Mm. Let's make in... You like to see the crosses through the uh, through the actual list. Um, and it's the satisfaction of seeing the seeing the seeing some of these things struck out mm. that, that actually prevents you from... Well, no, not prevents you, prevents me from tackling the major one that would actually potentially bring me the biggest reward. Yeah. And I bet you also beat yourself up about it because you oh, haven't yes. done it, ignoring the fact that you probably got through a big long list of work that day, but it feels like you haven't achieved anything because you never tackled the thing you kind of knew should have been done first. No, and you, you also make excuses to yourself, don't you, Mark? Um, you you, you look, at, look at the clock and you'll think, oh, it's 11 o'clock. Oh, people will be on lunch now. I'll ring at 2. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then at two o'clock, I think, well, let them get settled in. Um, four o'clock comes along; it's too late now, and you, you're constantly making excuses. So you, you say to yourself, "Right, I'll ring the following day. I'll diarise it for nine thirty. Then something happens at nine thirty the following day, and you're back in the same cycle. Yeah, I've uh, got to say, 
I feel so good about my procrastination now. I've listened to you two. <laughs> I have, you, you two seriously need some help. <laughs> I I feel like I've just sort of mastered it. Really, I just uh, honestly, I suppose it's from years and years and years of being self-employed. But I there's a I, halo just appeared I, above honestly, your head. I do feel oh, like Chris. Will you pass me that cloth <laughs> so I can polish it for you? <laughs> Listen, I'm milking the moment because there's not that many things I feel great about. So that is, I, I just feel like perhaps I've just got it sussed. Although I have written training on it, so I suppose I should be pretty uh, au fait with it, really, I suppose. I think it's more, a, I think we all procrastinate. It's whether we then tackle it or whether you shelve it. I, I think I've got to the stage in my career where I do tackle everything, but some of the stuff is still a real challenge yeah. to go, right, Mark, stop being an ass. sit down and just get it just done, do will it, you? Yeah. And you force yourself to do it. So you do, I do do these things, yeah. no, but sometimes it's that bigger mental hurdle. And particularly if you're feeling tired and you've had a long week, yeah. it's, it's all the more yeah. easy to go, I'll, I'll do it next week. I think one of the things that I have over the years, um, I, I do allocate time to those, things that I know are going to be the bigger thing. And I, I absolutely will not have my email on and I'll switch things off. And I think, I know this is going to take me two hours. So, you know, if I don't manage it properly, what will happen is I'll I'll get distracted because I, I can get distracted very easily. And, um, and I know, I also know that if I do something for an hour, I have to then stop and go and do something else for 10 minutes, then come back. Uh, and it's knowing yourself. I think that's that's the point. We're all yeah. different, aren't we? So you've got to manage it yourself, um, knowing your style and your personality. So for me, I've got to put that time in the diary because otherwise I just know it won't happen because some stuff, some stuff does take more headspace, doesn't it? It, it yeah. does. Uh, I, I researched and wrote a, a blog on procrastination on behalf of a client. It's not recent. It was a couple of years ago, but I have, the, 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 the effects of procrastination won't have changed. And the dangers of procrastination, number one, guilt. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah. 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 Two, loss of precious time. Yeah. Because we just procrastinate and the time yeah. slips away. Reduced productivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fatigue. Yeah. Anxiety. Career setbacks. I feel like I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Have a donut. Potentially career setbacks, low self-esteem because, as Mark yeah. said earlier, you beat yourself you up beat because yourself you've up, left yeah. that uh, left yeah. that major thing on the to-do list. Your self-confidence drops. Oh God, I'm feeling awful. <laughs> Uh, I need a beer. Where's the beer, Elaine? I know, exactly. Your reputation can be damaged if you miss deadlines. Yeah. That, we know that's true. Yeah. Um, and the stress of, of the pressure of last mm. minute uh, last minute hassle. Yeah. And rushed decisions, if you have to do it all at the end there, when the time's running out, the rushed decisions might not be the best ones yeah. for you. Mm. So that's just that's just half the list, Mark. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so if we're feeling suitably uh, chastised mm. over our procrastination, there's a good reason to uh, to leave here with fresh energy and uh, and vow never to do it again. It's, and it's not something that you, you... We can't help the way we're wired, can we? I think, I think it's a big part of knowing what your <laughs> things are that hold you back. Because I think she's trying to be nice about us now, Chris. No, yeah. I, I, no I'm not. I, well, I am, but, you know. That, I, was, a... that was research, <laughs> and it wasn't me. 
<laughs> I feel it was me, though. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is we shouldn't beat ourselves up about it. And, and what works for one person won't work for another. Because it's like all these things about, oh, we get this newfangled business tool and do this and do that. And you think, yeah, well, that, that would be great for the person who knows how to use it. But it's not great for the person who doesn't. So the person who doesn't is going to procrastinate about using it. So so I think it's it's understanding yourself is is quite key with procrastinating, really. Are we sharing specific examples of procrastination? <laughs> I feel this is a counselling session. By all means, listeners, feel free to send us an invoice for listening to our, <laughs> our counselling session. <laughs> you don't pay for this, don't you? I'm feeling a lot better already. Oh, God. <laughs> he wants to go first. Shall I go first? Yes, you, you go I've, first. I've, I've got one that's right now. So uh, I need a new car. Uh, my car lease is coming to an end, so I need a new car. And I have procrastinated over this bugger for months <laughs> because I didn't know what car I wanted. Um, have I got the time to uh, test drive them? Uh, it was it was just a, a, a plethora of, of, of reasons why I just couldn't get around to it. I'm busy. I've got three businesses that are all relatively new, so have I got the time to do it? I really like the one I've already got, so I really would like to keep that, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Um, so I've just procrastinated and pushed this back and pushed this back. And the long and short of it is, I think it's about three weeks till the car comes back and I still haven't finished sorting it. So I am now that person who at the last minute's going, oh, bugger, I really need to sort that out, which I am in the process of now doing, but under substantially more stress yeah. because of the time constraints than necessarily yeah. needed to be. All this recording kit won't fit on your bike, will it? <laughs> I might lose that McDonald's belly that uh, Elaine was pointing out before. I never did. That was Chris. I wouldn't, wouldn't dare, no. Well, well, you know, on that note, Chris has been on a bike this week, haven't you, Chris? I have. Mm. And and you know what? I, I, a 30-mile bike ride, bearing in mind I've had no, uh, <clears throat> no real exercise in 2019, um, so I, I thought, right, yes, I was invited on this 30-mile bike ride. And I said, yes, of course I can. Thinking at the time, uh, which was three, four months in advance, I'll, I'll, I'll do a bit of training for that. <laughs> but guess what? You procrastinated. I procrastinated. <laughs> I did one, one six-mile bike ride, which is no training for, for, for a 30. It's better than nothing, it could be argued, but... It still isn't. Still didn't fill me with confidence. Um, so consequently, that thirty-mile bike ride was probably more difficult than it would have been if I hadn't procrastinated about training. Well, if I can make you feel a little bit better, please do. Actual marathon training, they specifically tell you not to run a marathon in preparation for running a marathon. They say that the first time you run the marathon should actually be the marathon itself. So you sort of do. So I would argue you did absolutely everything correctly, oh, textbook. Chris. <laughs> you were building up to that 30 miles and you were ready to hit it. And if you weren't, if you didn't know how painful it was, you couldn't be, you couldn't procrastinate over whether or not to do the actual bike ride itself, could you? Oh, so, dear. I've helped mm. you there, Chris. Well done. Thank Come you. on, Elaine. Come on, Miss Perfect. Uh, well, no. Oh, God. That's scary, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, mine was a bit of a, it was quite a few years ago, it was a promised somebody um you know we're, we're, we're going on holiday we're going to do this and um this exciting package that I'd found and um, we were talking about it and I said yeah 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 you know I'll um I'll I'll sort that out I'll book it my responsibility and um 
And I'm not, I didn't forget, but I put it off longer than I should. Uh, and lo and behold, of course, when I did get around to doing it, it had you know, gone up by about uh, one and a half thousand pounds. So it was a little bit of an expensive bit of procrastinating there, I think. That <laughs> happens though, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. Prices change. Have we got a marketing one where we've procrastinated? I'll let you think about yours. I have one actually again recently. So one of my businesses is uh, a commercial drone business plug squadromedia.com although ironically my procrastination relates to the website itself uh, because the delay in getting it done has been because I wanted the uh, portfolio of stuff that we've got to be properly edited so it looked right it was smart and it was running nicely in the background as you were on the website to give a clear example of the work that that, that I can do um the procrastination has been that actually I could have probably got the site up and some either some stock images or still mm. images of the work that I've done because there's plenty of them available mm. that could have been a temp measure whilst I got the, the the footage edited. But again, going back to that perfectionist approach to things, yeah. I didn't want that. I wanted it to look like the finished product when it goes live and as a result of which it's probably been about two months possibly even three months longer than it needed to be yes. because i've had to spend that extra time doing quite a lot of editing to get the the footage so it's now all ready to go live but the argument is i could have had that site live a couple of months earlier yeah, and yeah. who knows what business i might have picked up as a result of that really yes. mm. yeah so yeah. that's an example that yeah. we aren't all perfect. Has anyone else got one? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's a shameless plug as well, really, because of this program that you, you are helping me with, uh, Mark. Uh, my online program I'm launching in December. Um, it may well be December when you listen to this, of course. And, um, yeah, I've just been a real, yeah, it's this elements of it that have just been taking me so long to do because, you know, wanted it to be right, as you said. And also it was that... Um, it was the overwhelm, if I'm honest. It was such a big job to do. And I equally knew that I couldn't do it all. And uh, so it was that, uh, what, what's it going to look like? Speaking to the right person was a really key thing for me because there's so many people who are uh, you know, quite happy to give you advice and guidance. But, you know, are, they, are the right people for you and your business? So, so you know, this all goes back to the start of the year. I was going to do this at the start of the year. This was on my radar to do it. And it's taken me that, that long. Do I regret that it's taken me that long? No, I suppose. But but actually, I could have done it quicker if some of my own things hadn't held me back, definitely. Um, That's but, a perfect one where you have mm. so many things on the to-do list. You, mm. you struggle to decide which mm. one to go first. Yeah. Chris, have yeah. you got one? Oh, I certainly have, yes. Um, <clears throat> mine... Has, is and has probably always been uh, following up on sales proposals, sales leads. And I know the answer. Um, I need to get a third party to say to me, what have you done this week? You told me last week that you had uh, five five people to follow up. How many have you followed up? Well, one actually. Well, what, why, why not the other four? And if that... if, if it, if we all had that person who was a pain in the bum sitting on our shoulder, so to speak, um, you knew there was going to be a phone call every Tuesday morning, Friday evening, whatever. Um, we'd probably we'd probably be incentivized, but we work on our own. We don't have a boss, um, and self discipline is um, is one of the first things that can go out of the window when you when you work either remotely 
or you work on your own. Yeah, business consultants are quite good for that. Where you can only you only use them for the the number of hours you might need yeah. each month. Mm. I had uh, I had a business consultant for for Vantage, and she was brilliant. It was like going into the head teacher's office every week, where yeah. you'd sit down, we'd go through the list of all the things we'd discussed and gone through the week before, and like you say, she held you to task yeah, on which absolutely. of those things that you were supposed to do had you done. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes they were done, sometimes there was a legitimate reason, and sometimes you'd procrastinated and she'd pull yeah. you on that so that it go back to the top of the list and she'd keep riding you to do and it was a, a massively useful tool because as you say when you you're left to your own devices yeah and you're talking to yourself in your own yeah. brain you're always going to find the right answer <laughs> that you're after aren't you yeah. well hot yeah. news i do do that with a couple of people myself so chris i'm going to be your accountability partner you're, you're going to be my accountant be... <laughs> you are be so sorry you've now said that not on a Friday evening, though, because wine starts about six. So Sounds good to me. To <laughs> what be, time does he come round? <laughs> it would have to be one morning, but I will. I'll hold you to he task on that. He drinks then as well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are the impacts of procrastination? I think we've given a couple of examples already, but uh, we'll start with you, Chris. Have you got any... Uh, well, the, the ones that the ones that I mentioned earlier, so in a business in business respect, it's it's reputation, isn't it? Um, the one thing I, the one thing I I do do is if I if I make a promise to somebody, <laughs> we should keep a tab for Christmas drinks, shouldn't we? we there should, should be like a Christmas. Well, I think they're all Christmas on Christmas, aren't they? <laughs> So let's start again, Mark. Please do, Chris. Okay. Two or three of them I went through earlier, but one is uh, one is down to a loss of reputation. If you promise to have a <laughs> proposal me. on somebody's desk by Monday nine o'clock, then you should be moving heaven and earth to to do it on Sunday Sunday at midnight at the very latest. Because if you've procrastinated during the working week, you to save your reputation, you've still got to have it there on on Monday at nine o'clock if that's your promise. Yeah, and and that that has been something I've lived by. I must admit, yes, I'll procrastinate, but I won't let people down. No, no, no absolutely not, Elaine. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's sort of very similar, really, isn't it? I think the the sad bit about procrastinating, what it can and um, do, is stop you. F- fulfilling some of the goals and and um, dreams that you had if you if you don't do some stuff that you you really really wanted to do it's so sad isn't it to look back and think yeah I wish I'd have done that um and you know if one of the reasons was you were procrastinating again it goes back to why and it, was it skill or will or what what was it um you know it's it'd be sad to look back and think I didn't do it because I just didn't get around to it really would be a shame wouldn't it so it would. I mean, mm. I gave one earlier about the loss of business, so the yeah. loss of opportunities yeah. by not doing it. If you, if you don't try and do something about it, nothing changes. No. I, I actually have an example where there was a, there was a place that will remain nameless, uh, and they had a, a an area downstairs in their office, uh, which was supposed to be a creative space. And initially, the, 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 the people who owned it asked the staff for input as to how they would like it to be uh, designed and, and decorated to create that creativity 
um, they all went back with the ideas. Those ideas didn't fit in with the ideas that the people who owned the place had, so they didn't like them and so didn't want to do them. So it wasn't a good but, idea. So it wasn't a good idea at all. It wasn't and, democratic then. <laughs> and, and so the people who owned it decided that they would instead come up with the solutions to replace the ideas, but then they never got round to doing it, so nothing then happened. So yeah. they then got frustrated with the staff that the, the area was still four white walls mm. so they go back to the staff and so the cycle yeah. of perpetuation just yeah. continued yeah. Yeah. Um, as a result of which it remained a white cell for 14 months mm. that I was aware of they may have done something about it now and because it was supposed to be a creative area the detriment to the staff in terms of their creativity the loss of um, relationship between the staff and the bosses because they weren't being listened to mm. and the effect when um customers came in because it was where they would have they would have a meeting and a consultation yep. so when customers were coming in they weren't being awed by the no. impressive mm. decoration or the unique way in which it had been yeah you know the inspiring getting those creative juices yeah. pumping it wasn't happening so a load of negativity around it then yeah really? yeah and it yeah. all stems from yeah okay what do you want to do yeah let them do it so there was two solutions either one the boss should have gone ahead and done what they wanted to do or pull the finger out and do it or number two gone back to the staff and gone look quite frankly do what you want to do because Mm. we don't have the time to do it do do people at work these days do they do they take sufficient breaks because procrastination can be if you're sitting there at your your desk and and you're not to resetting or refreshing yourself every now and again, um, that can that can just perpetuate the the procrastination process. Yeah, that was a nice little massively. Yeah, that's a really um, good point. That isn't it? Really good well, point. They mm. they recommend they're recommending that, it, that you know at least ten minutes in the morning mm. to just have a walk away from the desk, have a coffee, go to the water cooler, whatever you do, um, and and the afternoon, but. An enormous number of us are sitting with our lunch at uh, at our desks mm. and carrying on working through lunch, and that's not good. Mm. If it, procrastination will will reign in those situations because you need a you need a mental reset, and then you might come back in the afternoon and think, Do you know what, I'm going to sort that top problem yeah. out now. Um, and it's just a it's just a thought that I think as a as a as a working society we don't we don't have enough break. No, it's just become more of the norm, hasn't it? Yes. No. What what about the? Yes, it really got me thinking there. What about um, do we think disorganisation is a um, procrastination comes from disorganisation as well? Do you think? I think it's sometimes possibly a reason for the procrastination, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I mean, I'm quite organised, so that isn't really no. something that necessarily affects me. And go back to what you were saying, I, I would double down on that and say, not only do I pretty much ever have breaks during the day, but if I do have the rare event of maybe walking somewhere to get a sandwich, which yeah. constitutes a break, I'm not only catching up on the social media for the businesses yeah. while I'm doing yes. it, so I'm not yes. even resting then. Mm. That's my idea of a break is yeah. doing a different type of work whilst walking to go and get your sandwich. Yeah, so I, I, I think so that's true. probably a very valid mm. one. But that is the problem these days. We're, we're connected 24-7. Mm. We're never off duty. 
Um, so that even those those ten minute breaks at uh, at the water cooler could be all talking about work anyway. Yeah, uh, you need need a, a a mental break three times a day would be uh, Doctor Roxburgh's uh, recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel you're both helping me here, guys. So, like you've just mentioned their disorganisation. Mm. My my next question was going to be what sort of solutions. Are there what what tips can we give people to help get over that procrastination stage? I think you've just mm. raised the perfect one there about being organised. Yeah, totally, isn't it? It's um, I I sort of always like to you know things things like uh you know you go to a go networking and you you get pick up business cards and then you you know you look three months later and think oh I must have about fifty business cards there sitting on my desk. Um, have you done anything with them? Oh no. Uh, oh yeah, but I'm looking for a plumber. I know there's one in there somewhere. You know, so it's all the things that you think if if something would take you a minute to do it if you had it organised, but it's going to take you ten because you're not organized, you're probably not going to do it, are you? That's that's the problem. Or if you are, you know, you're tossing up minutes that you're just completely wasting. So organization is um, is key. And there's so many things out there now, isn't there? Uh, you know, you, you guys probably know more than me to, to get you organized. So many t- t- tools and things. Well, there's loads of free ones, isn't there? I've yeah. got two on my list there. I mean, just mentioning the business cards, that's, that's, a, that's a perfect one. There are apps you can get on your phone now which very quickly and easily read the card and put the information into a field on your phone direct yeah. so you can add it as a contact without doing anything. So it's just a case of sitting in front of your, in front of your business card mm. pile and just taking a load of photographs with it and doing that one. So that's always a, a useful one. I also have uh, add Asana down, um, ah. A-S-A-N-A. There's loads of variations of this. And they all start as free accounts where you can you can create tasks and you can really easily move them around and you can you can change how they look so they can go across the screen or down the screen. You can create columns, so it's a very easy way of keeping tabs of what you've got to do yeah. um, and subtasks within those tasks, but then move them around, prioritize them. So they're they're usually really mm. useful tools to be organized and to try and keep a track of setting like a due date. Going right, I want to do it for this day. Yeah, to try and give yourself that that target. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have something like that, Chris, that you use, or what do you? No, I don't. Mm. Um, no, mine's a simple a simple to do list, yeah. and it's uh, it's refreshed on a daily basis. Um, and I will be looking out for the ones that I keep carrying forward. Yeah, um, I've got one in mind at the moment that I'm going going home <laughs> to do um, <clears throat> tonight. <laughs> And Elaine will be ringing you tomorrow morning just <laughs> to double check. Well, I'll be seeing you networking tomorrow morning. So. Well, yes, 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 there is that to it, yes. <laughs> what yeah. tips, What have you got any tips, Chris, that people can perhaps apply to help get over their procrastinations? What what sort of things do you do to, to address them? Well, I, I think, uh, although it, it's possibly not one that I do, but the... the, the uh, exercise and uh, refreshing you, refreshing your mind. I think if you stay more mentally alert, um, there's a there's a better chance of uh, if you're not sitting at the desk all the time and staring at this to do list. Now I'm not doing that one. I'm going to take the one further down because that's the one under the one I've just done, and that's easy. Um, don't go for the easy option. Just uh, there's a book called Eat That Frog. Yeah. 
um, uh, recommend eat, uh, to, to read Eat That Frog. Lots of garlic. <laughs> <Eat> the book. <laughs> for the covers. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, Eat That Frog, I've forgotten who it's by, but it's a very, very, mm. uh, very, very good book and with pack, uh, packed full of advice about uh, what, to, what to do and how to how to do it if you're a procrastinator. Fantastic. Now we've kept it relatively generic, so just to finish off this topic, I'm going to hone us into our particular areas of expertise. So, Elaine, what type of procrastinations do you come across most with your clients, and what do you tend to have to do or recommend to them to get over those procrastinations or to address them? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's. Um well, technique-wise, obviously, I go through the technique that I talk, talked about before. Um, and the, the reality is, is not everybody procrastinates about the same thing. So so for me, I start with the um, with loads of great questions, really. So I really dig into what is it that's stopping them. And don't make any assumptions, because what one person finds um, a challenge. So, for example, you know, picking the phone and ringing people. Somebody else say, oh, that's easy. That, you know, doesn't bother me. Equally, uh, by the questions I ask, I find out whether they they are saying it because they they're almost kidding themselves that yeah I'm okay with that, um, or is it genuinely um, you know by digging a bit deeper is it something they they think they're okay with but actually really they've got some mental block with, uh, so picking up the phone, it's generally things like. Um, Perhaps emails they're not comfortable with, so they think, I don't know how to send that, I don't know how to say that in the right way. I don't follow up is, is a big thing. People don't do that in an organised way. So, uh, they, And then they wonder why they've lost a sale because they just didn't have a follow-up process in place. So there's generally the, there, are, there are those things. That, so it goes back to, well, why haven't you done the email? And then, I, you know, obviously I can help them with that, really. So generally around that processes and stuff like that really fantastic chris what what do you tend to come across and how do you help your clients get over it mine's an easy one really if we go down to uh, if we, we we drill down to to one of the social media platforms linkedin um the number of times that i sit in front of a a, a bus- mature business person and they say yes i've got 500 plus connections on my uh, on my linkedin platform but um, what do you do next? I, I've never, never, I've never really been able to find out what what I can do with them. Well, they have. It's just that they haven't bothered. It's not been a priority. So they've, in my in my eyes, they've procrastinated on something that is such a valuable asset, potential valuable asset to their company, and and to themselves. So. Uh, in terms of helping them, I'll I'll show them how to how to make their their profile first of all visitor friendly, then how to prospect for uh, for their target market, and in a couple of cases I can think of now, the transformation has been absolutely dramatic, um, mm. and they now believe they invented LinkedIn. <laughs> so um, it's it, it's mm. it's just getting over the getting over the hurdle, and sometimes it's a question of asking somebody else. Yeah, very true. I, mm. I probably would have two. Um, one which probably affects us all, which is the cost, which tends to be the biggest procrastination of people. They don't really have any understanding of what the cost of whatever it is that they feel they need might be, but they then ask in case they get an answer that mm. says they can't afford it, even though I, I'm pretty certain all of us would find a way to work with those people to try and either mm. make it still feasible or affordable. Um, so my tip number one would be 
get a quote, ask, have the conversation because the worst case scenario, you can't afford it. It's not for now, but at least you know so you can schedule it possibly or put it in your plan Mm. to come back to a second stage. I think the other procrastination tends to be um, just not doing it, knowing they need it, knowing they want it, but just not getting around to, oh, I'll Mm. I'll do it next month. Oh, I know I need it doing, but I'll, I'll... trades are terrible for that yes mm. oh I've, i know i've needed a website for ages but uh yeah i, I was yeah I was, I was gonna do it but but yeah. but well you're not going to be able to build it yourself so it's not going to take any time out of your working day you probably can afford it <laughs> because yeah. Yeah, every i don't think i know a poor trades person <laughs> they're doing very well for themselves at the minute but even if they mm. can't you'll find a way of working around them yeah. to do it and and i guess once it's in the process of being done, the, the, they can have as much or as little input into it as they want. Yeah. Because the more work you have to do, the bigger the bill, but it's less off their plate then, isn't no, it? No, and it's, it's really interesting that it, because when I sit down with whatever type of business, that they're the questions I ask. So when, when um, they haven't done something, so i.e. they need a website. So it's really difficult when you're sitting with someone and you ask them a really direct question, it's really difficult for them to make something up on the spot so when you know one of those questions is well so you said you were going to do a website why haven't you done it and it's that sort of cold question then it it you will you'll get this whole list of things and it can be some things that you think but actually that's an easy to sort but in their mind it's not and it could be oh it's going to take me hours to get all the information you need or it's um you know, what do we do with it? Who's going to manage it? Who's going to do that? And all these things that you think, well, in, in in your world as a seller, well, it's all obvious that that's actually quite easy. But in their mind, it's like something that's, uh, you know, could be a magnitude of all the tasks they've got to do. So very interesting, very interesting procrastination. Yeah. Fascinating. Have we have we, have we procrastinated enough about this? <laughs> Shall we move on? I, I, one line I would like to add is what we have to bear in mind is, is how much is our procrastinating costing us personally, isn't it? And, and I say us as in us as all of us who do it. it it's costing us something, isn't it? Without doubt. So. No question. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm now going to go into Elaine's kitchen, find the gin bottle and have a cry <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> um, if you too would like to join me and have a cry in the corner, then send us an email to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk with some, some ideas of what your procrastinations, if you've missed any, some ideas or suggestions you might have in terms of how you can get around those problems. We can then share them on the next show and, and perhaps it will help somebody else to get around uh, those same obstacles. Uh, what else? What, what, what topic are we going to do next? Brandy. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Sounds yeah. good. So next week we're going to touch on branding. Whee! <laughs> My beef. A little bit of personal interest there, Mark. Just a little bit. Uh, yeah, we'll touch on branding. So what is it? What does it mean? Um, what are the main pitfalls that people fall into when they're trying to do it? Some of the basic things you can do to just rectify those problems. All yeah. those kind of things. So hopefully that'll be useful and helpful. Yeah. Um, Make sure you follow us and subscribe on our social media platforms. We did it, go underscore fish marketing. Uh, the podcast, share them, tell people about it. The more people who know, the more we can do of these in the future. Um, I think that's everything, is that? 
Yep, yeah. good session. Sounds yeah, well good. done, guys. Let's, yeah, uh, definitely let's go hit and the procrastinate somewhere, Chris. <laughs> 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 See you later, guys. Bye. Check out all our shows exclusively on thepodstation.co.uk. Get social at The Pod Station on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.